again already. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I gotta have my monster. I gotta be awake for you guys. Oh, okay. At least it's not booze. No, I haven't I hadn't had a chance to drink the booze, booze yet. I just had a ton of coffee gobbling and monster drink. Mark's already on heroin. I wish. Wait, Mark, the Raiders are playing in London today. Why aren't you at the game? <laughs> I'm not going that far for handbag. I saw a thing that said uh, one direct uh, London gave us one direction, so we gave them the uh, the Dolphins and the Raiders in return. <laughs> <laughs> Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode number one forty five. I'm Think So Joe, along with JT, Mark, and G. What up, Backstreet Boys producers? <laughs> Losing. Uh, is everybody in sync? <laughs> bye bye bye. Oh. We got some new neighbors. You could call them the new kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how clever. She's my cover girl. How clever. I don't think I watched much wrestling at all this week, to be honest. I know I watched Raw. I just can't remember any of it. That's I pretty watched it all. Everybody died. That, that's eh, pretty that bad when I've probably watched the most wrestling out of everybody here. And I haven't I, watched any I, of the yeah, I watched product. everything with ROH. Well, I actually I, I did watch all the shows, but uh, it was a pretty bad week in wrestling. It's yeah. been a pretty I bad month in wrestling. Yeah. I can't believe that... I'm saying this, but I think SmackDown was the best show. <laughs> I remember and... fast-forwarding through that. <laughs> well, Raw was boring. Impact was a one-night tournament. NXT was a replay. SmackDown was the only thing that had anything close to progressive storylines and you had title matches battle royals and no raw replays because wow. there was nothing worth replaying wow i should have watched that <laughs> and 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 on nitro my nitro viewing got to i got to i'm right before scott i'm like two weeks before scott hall shows up <laughs> i bet still haven't got to the good stuff yet I've got to, yeah. Oh, oh God! You know, I said last week was getting better. It got worse. God, the well, fucking, it does. the fucking booty man. What the fuck? <laughs> they, they took Brutus the Barber Beefcake and made him the fucking booty man. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, talk about face palm and your fuck with, with the fucking gimmick some of these guys had back in the day. I don't think Brutus ever had a really strong gimmick ever. Um, the barber was okay, but it was always kind of like mid-card like he never had anything that got him yeah but he would never really was that good uh, he was always kind of perennial like okay at best but he had hogan's dick in his mouth all the whole time so yeah. he was able to keep a job so yeah that's pretty much it it was like yeah we got you we know something brother dude i got the dude big baddest dude in the world the booty man dude it's like god <laughs> i mean hogan always has to have somebody holding his dick because he can't hold on to it himself brother it's uh he's not allowed to keep his dick in on you know when he goes to his restaurant it's he has to take it off <laughs> and i got like say last night i watched i think the last thing i watched was okay well i made it to where giant the giant for those who don't know is the big show now, now known as the big show um no needed he was I got to him be he's champion and i think last night was it slamboree that they had the lethal lottery i keep forgetting who died? 
Oh no, nobody died. I just keep forgetting. <laughs> lethal water. It, it's lethal, but nobody dies. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny. It's funny. You you watch that, and it's it's the whole thing where they pick the tag teams, and three of the eight tag teams were the same tag. You know, it's like it had Public Enemy. It was like was one of the tag teams that was ironically paired together. Um, another one was Fire and Ice, and oh shit, what was the other team? There was another tag team that was all paired together. It was just it was it was uh, it was awful. It's like, and there was like 20 matches, and they were all like four minutes or under each. It was just like, Jesus Christ. I watched In Your House 5, Seasons Beatings, last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on a positive note, on a positive note, the, the, the winner of the Battle Bowl ring that in 1996, Diamond Dallas Page. Yes. Former B- BWF guest. And, uh, yeah, I, uh,. Yeah, of course, I had to watch Seasons Beatings last night because uh, Ted DiBiase bought Santa Claus. He bought Santa Claus! Santa sold out to the Million Dollar Man! Which which version of Santa was it? Was it Mark Henry? No. (laughs) If he sold out, he's probably the bad Santa. It it was Santa Claus. Balls (laughs) Mahoney. (laughs) How many Santas have there been in wrestling? Too many. Quite a few. Far too many. Was it Foley? No, no. Foley's been sent to two. That's four. Stone Cold. Yeah. Five. (laughs) Was it JBL? Yeah, JBL's been Santa. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the one time. I don't know if you ever ever saw that, Mark. That was like the one time he got like the hugest pop as JBL because he came out like somebody. They were, it was doing what they were doing one of their, um, tribute to the troop shows and yeah, someone was out bashed in America and he came out and he got like the biggest pop as JBL in his career <laughs> Hogan's been Santa but he brought muscles but brother I invented <laughs> hey, Santa hey, hey wait a minute wait a minute Goldberg's Goldberg, been Santa like Goldberg was evil Santa too <laughs> yeah Goldberg's been Santa we're up to 8 or 9 now the fuck was that Goldberg movie called? I can't even uh, remember. Santa's sleigh. Oh yeah, Santa's oh, sleigh. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about Goldberg movie. Uh, well, uh, Arnold Arnold was Santa. Well, no, we're we're talking about oh, wrestlers wait, no, though. He wasn't, he wasn't Santa. He wasn't Santa. <laughs> that's right. Oh, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, probably been in wrestling somewhere. He's been on well, SmackDown. Yeah, he, he was on the first episode of SmackDown. Yeah. Vince gave him a title belt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. So sports, but, but no, he, but no he was Santa. He was the he was the action figure guy. I'm yeah, sorry. he he, yeah. he was trying to get the action figure for his kid. Yeah. The hell was that thing called Turbo Man? <laughs> oh, I remember that piece of awesome shit. <laughs> Not one of his better choices. One of those things that him and so Sinbad bad are fighting over this so thing. Good. Became Santa just to get a Turbo Man. Let's, toy. let's be say. Let's be say this. I never hit. I didn't. I didn't always hit home runs out of the park when I made my movies. Someone suggested me a movie to do with Sinbad, and I figured, okay. <laughs> it had to have been better than Last Action Hero. <laughs> I look at that fucking movie now. <laughs> I actually finally saw Last Action Hero a couple of years ago. Like Finally, I... last couple of years ago. That's kind of... Yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago I saw it. Well, I, the movie's yeah, been out I... forever. I saw it in the theaters. I actually, yeah. I'm one of the few that actually liked it. Yeah, I did too. I saw it in the theaters with my my pal. I enjoyed it as well. In the time and place, it was good. I don't know how it held up a few years ago, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, MC, it MC Hammer going Slater Five soundtrack, right? It's done, right? 
<laughs> I thought it was a good satire. It kind of really was like the yeah. the end of the the action movie sort of era. Like it, I I always kind of look back at that film as marking that period of time ending. Like this is it. The, the, they've jumped the shark, and here we are. <laughs> and it and it it it's fit, it fit it well though. It did it in a good way, you know. I, I remember some people would say the Expendables are like the throwback, but it's never coming back. Like yeah. some periods of time like that are just they work in the context. They don't really work today. I don't know. I, I, I think that's probably one of the reasons that wrestling's kind of fucked right now is they're uh, they're still stuck in 1999 and 2000, and uh, at least WWE is. Yeah. Um, wh- what what do we need to shake this shit up? Like, is this just the se- September curse that I've been alluding to? for the last couple of weeks or does the WWE really need like to fucking like Vince to die or to sell it off or something I think there I, I think there needs to be something you know different to come along and and get a huge following like ECW yeah you know you know I think I think I think gee you got it on the point when you said I think I think the McMahons need to get out of it I think they need to sell it off they need to just completely get out of it I agree oh. with the selling it off and just get rid of it, sell it to somebody else, have them, you know, rework it. I, I just think I think a lot. I that's what I think. Wasn't it been said before that Vince hates wrestling and always wanted to be in entertainment? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I don't he, understand why he's still he, clinging uh, to it. You know, Ted Turner. That's the famous story. Ted Turner called him up. I'm in the wrestling business. Yeah. Well, I'm in the entertainment business. So good luck to you. <laughs> you know? Um. But I mean, it, it's kind of interesting that you, uh, yes, jingle all the way, Mark. <laughs> right. uh, anyway, uh, the <laughs> I had to look it up. I was curious. You could have asked one of us. Yeah, would have I could have told, told you. you. <laughs> I could have told you it was jingle all the way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, no, it, it's kind of ironic that you mentioned that they're stuck in like 1999, 2000, when the whole point of of the Monday Night War episode that was just on was WWE was stuck in the 80s. And had to have ECW come along to show them how to do it right, you know, what contemporary audiences want. And now they're still stuck 10 years ago. Yeah, they're, they're stuck in the ECWs, which even Heyman himself admits that, like, would never work in the modern era. He's, he's always, you know, asked about uh, about why why it was so successful in the time and place, and it was exactly that. It he he talks about moving moving towards the UFC model and more of the realism element. Um, WWE had that buzz trim going for a little bit there, the reality era. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have to beg to differ. Um, we have bunnies. We have little <laughs> men. Little men in, in you know bull suits. Like he's not a man in a bull suit. He's a legit anthropomorphic bull. That's something JBL has taught us. The only the only reality we got this week was uh, Dean Ambrose's promo on SmackDown when he's like, "Yeah, they put me in a room with two doors." <laughs> that was <laughs> that was just great. That was good. That that was that, that's that, right. That I remember. Built. I remember that from Raw. Now he's locked in a room, and all of a sudden he's like in this box. Like, where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> oh, his actually was that that promo. Oh, my, my bad. That promo was actually on um, main event, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on main event. Well, they, they oh, okay. on I saw the highlights of it on SmackDown, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> the replays. Buy the replay. So what you're telling me is, is, is there was no Raw replays, only main event replays on SmackDown this week. 
Yeah. Well, the, the only important no storyline that happened was was that really. I mean, everything else was in a holding pattern this week. Essentially, they they didn't answer the big question: what's gonna be in hell in a cell? They pretty much didn't advance much else than Big Show is is friends with Mark Henry and he forgives him for selling America out or losing for America or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, what else? What lesbian else? love angle is cancelled. <laughs> oh, there there was the, the Sibian match between H. Lee and Paige. That was cut, unfortunately. You had to go online. <laughs> get that one from uh, from the internet. The fappening. Part two. <laughs> Brought to you by Brazzers. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Well, what did you guys think of the pay-per-view, at least? We could talk about that. Yeah, I we guess. certainly can, and I know JT watched it. Because well, JT... it was on second screen. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say, JT... I watched, I watched the MasterChef finale and Hell's Kitchen, and we, the, Sunday nights may catch up right on the DVR, so... But yeah, I was hope so was hoping. Shit, what's his name? Who's got the money in the bank? Seth Rollins. Well, yeah, I was, I, was <laughs> I was hope I was so hoping that he was gonna cash in, but fucking Cena had to no sell the attack. Mm-hmm. Which is what always happens. Which is yeah. great because Lesnar himself sold that curb stump like a boss. Yeah, he just died. Well, let's take a look at the card here. We had Gold Dust and Stardust. They defeated the Usos to become new tag team champions. Uh, or as I said on fa- on on Twitter, the guys in the face paint are going to win. <laughs> but you actually predicted the real. I, I actually did predict the real winner. By the way, G, you are the only person to beat me in the uh, predictor in the in the group we're in on Facebook. So congratulations oh, yeah. to you. Only he because now the undisputed champion. Only because he changed his 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 pick in the divas match, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Uh, Sheamus defeated Cesaro, or as I said on Twitter, the European guy will win. Yep. Yeah. I uh I like when we did the predictions on the show I I completely forgotten to even think about the matches cuz apparently that's what we're supposed to do. Like they don't think about the matches, so I don't think about the matches. Yeah. And uh, uh you know, I I reserve the right to change my picks up until the deadline. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's a couple of those matches where like really close. Like you look at them and you're like, "Well, I see US titles don't mean anything." Vince is known to change his opinion at the last minute, so I don't really fucking know. They don't care, apparently, about those titles, so they're just matches at the end of the, you know? Yeah. It kind of sucks. Like, I mean, I'd like to see those matches mean something. I'd like to see those belts mean something, but it is what it is. Like, there's a couple going in there where it's like, okay... I, I got these ones figured out. The one that really threw me a curveball near the end was the uh, the Divas match. Right. Uh, the three-way. It's like, when we did the show, I was thinking, okay, Total Divas, Nikki Bella, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> then I saw this news report after we did the show, before the pay-per-view, that uh, Vince has a ma- uh, mandate. It's in the notes. We'll get to those later. There's yeah. tons of news, so we might as well ruin this one now. Vince has a mandate that no person on Total Divas will hold the title. So I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> I guess it's going to be one of the uh, the HLA wrestlers here. Uh, and I bet you they're going to flip the title then. So they got to flip a couple of them. This one's going to get flipped, which by default means AJ Lee. So okay. I changed my pick to AJ Lee, just right. like that. 
Uh, continuing on, we had The Miz with Damian Mizdow versus Dolph Ziggler with our Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, the Miz won, uh, or as I predicted, the guy from Ohio. <laughs> well, Miz is from Hollywood now. Yeah, but he's originally from Cleveland. <laughs> Which, how brilliant was Damian Mizdow on Raw the next night? Just brilliant. Yeah, he, he's, actually, he was also doing the same pantomiming on that interview clip bit. Like, yeah. Trying to even, like, mouth the words during, the, like, this, all, all of the. On the, uh, on the, the pre show, he was doing that, too. Doing, or at least the part we saw. Yeah. On the pre show, he did that. He had the, the, the toy Intercontinental title, which was just brilliant. Yep. Yeah, he, invisible opponent on the floor getting the uh, figure for a leg lock. Yeah, that was, of course, amazing, too. Better than uh, than this. Of course. Uh, Him having that fake title was good, but it just showed how shit their replicas are because it looked nothing like the real title. No, it wasn't the replica. It was the toy, and the toy is based on the one that Cody Rhodes brought back, not the one that they are using (laughs) now. The one Cody Rhodes brought back was slightly different than the current one, and and you can, you know, there's a great site out there. You can read about it. I just don't know what the hell it is off the top of my head, so you'd have to Google it. Yeah, the replicas are going to put you back hundreds of dollars. They, yeah. they literally are like replicas. They are, yeah, the, the replica like, is going to look like the not the one they have now, but the one they had before they changed the logo. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that you buy at like Toys R Us yeah. or whatever generic store you guys have over there. It'll oh, cost you what, like 20 bucks maybe? They're like, they're like 10, yeah, yeah. 15, something oh, they like that. They look like it, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Roman Reigns by forfeit. I don't think uh, that was a surprise to anybody, but uh, that's when Dean Ambrose came back, or as uh, as I said, the guy in the, the guy that used to be in the Shield was going to win. <laughs> he cha- he makes an open challenge to anybody, and then Dean Ambrose shows up, and they drag Ambrose off. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> like wait, there's supposed to be a match. He he made an open challenge. Now, to be fair, he said anyone in the locker room. Ambrose turned up in a cab, which is exactly what they said on the WWE Universe Twitter account. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck Lemos. He didn't pay his and cab fare. He didn't even pay his fare. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that that that's the the gag and the meme and our guys from Double Clothesline covered that uh, a couple of days ago on the site. I I'm I'm sure you know. Am- Ambrose, this guy, either got comp or uh, paid in advance. He's he's yeah. a stand-up fella. Yep. <laughs> Rusev with Lana defeated Mark Henry by submission. Yes, in a tears match. And now USA stands for you suck ass. I said, uh, I, I said that the guy not from Russia would win this match. <laughs> Rusev's from Bulgaria. It's not Russia. Randy Orton defeated Chris Jericho. I'm trying to think what the hell I said about that match. What I predicted. Yeah, I don't know what you could say about that one. I, I probably walk a walk a walk away. Go on tour. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Hey, you know what? what that that was actually a pretty good match. And, and I, I I you know we we didn't get the one. Really good one that we were hoping for with uh, with Reigns and Rollins, but I, I think no. I, you know I think all the shit we give Randy Orton on this show, his matches lately have actually been pretty decent. Uh, I wish he would just walk down to the goddamn ring quicker and not cut promos, but in the ring it's been pretty good, and and that that was a fucking while predictable 
smoothly executed finish with his reversal into the RKO. Like credit where credit is due. I always enjoy that. Yeah. Uh my my prediction for that match was that no title would change hands. Uh. <laughs> and it did. And <laughs> AJ Lee defeated Paige and Nikki Bella to win the Divas title. I said the one in the midriff bearing top and the shorts is going to win. I also tweeted, did Nikki Bella steal at Rebel TNA's socks? And I actually got a reply from Rebel, which says, uh, where'd it go? Did you, did you, uh, you know, tell her not to break an arm? No, I didn't. Uh, cause it's too late for that anyway. She said, oh, ha ha. Oh, man, that's right. Actually, I knew that. I was just being an idiot. <laughs> it's, you know, in theater, they say it's, you know, good luck. But in wrestling, it's reality. And the reality J- era. John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. The guy banging the chicks with the fake boobs is going to win. <laughs> and hey, so, what did Rebel say? I'm curious. Oh, she just said, "Ha ha." Oh, deep. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I got more out of Mikey Whipwreck this week. Speaking of Twitter and Night of Champions, I've seen people take the piss out of them, but I really enjoyed when Impact said that there's an alternative if you were angry with Night of Champions. Yeah. I watched the uh, Monday Night War on Tuesday and watched Mikey Whipwreck get hit in the head with an NES. And uh, he retweeted that when he I tweeted about it. He retweeted the fact that you watched he, it. He, wow. I, put, I put, watch Mikey Whipwreck get hit with an NES on tonight's Monday Night War on WWE Network. Wait, re- are you talking about the really old Nintendo console? Yes. yes. He was hit by a NES. Yes. yes. He retweeted that and I, I also later tweeted, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Mikey Whipwreck was the only one to take a Nintendo to the skull in ECW. He says, I was the first. Say <laughs> <laughs> hmm. that! But Nintendo, though. He got hit with an NES by Tommy Dreamer, but I remember a tag team match like towards the end of ECW, and I can't remember who was in it, but somebody took a Nintendo to the skull, and Joey Stout goes, he just hit him with Nintendo! <laughs> So when I saw that on the Monday Night War, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you can watch Mikey Ripwreck get hit with an NES. That was okay. <laughs> that episode was better than the Heart one. It was still a little bit... A little bit biased, but... Uh, the I mean, whole again, thing is... The whole, get that every time. The whole thing is biased. The, one, the, the, one, the episode they got coming up this week is Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's all WWE stuff. They had the one like, okay, WCW launched Nitro. Then the second week was... WCW launched the NWO and it's like we had the Attitude Era we had Mick Foley we had DX we had Bret Hart we had <laughs> everything else was WWE shit like yeah, all WWE centric so. ECW basically is WWE at this point too so might as well be that, because Vince McMahon was, was funding them oh they own it and they modeled it to kind of support themselves typically so hopefully we get like a Sting episode yeah maybe Maybe one out of 20 we'll get a Goldberg episode. Although I'm sure, you know, 50 minutes of that will be Goldberg in the WWE, which sucked. Yeah, it did. Let's <laughs> so bury him at the end with how he left. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch these, I think, at this point. It's more of a draw than uh, what we've been getting on, on the regular shows. That I, I, I'm enjoying them, but... You're, you're totally right on the money. I, we we've been we've been picking on them a little bit, but they're certainly like living up to the stereotype. Of, unfortunate. 
so much potential. Yeah. It's just like, it's all been basically WWE centric. Like this is how we won the war. Yeah. Like if I want to know how the fuck you won the war, like I lived through it. I know I've seen it all. Oh, and then the thing is, I think I think most people are not gonna call them on it because the people, for the most part, that are gonna be watching that, they they're subscribing to their network, so they're they're kind of like guaranteed diehard WWE or diehard wrestling fans, either or, right? Like whether they're straight up fanboys or or they watch a lot of wrestling, and the network is a good bargain in their mind for them. I wonder what A and E would have done in this situation. <laughs> it would have been kind of cool for something like this to occur, like by a third party who had no vested interest, and would just like take off the gloves and go all in and criticize positive and negatively towards all sides. That would have been fantastic. Like Paul Heyman get thrown under the bus for not paying his guys and pretending that he, you know, still was gonna keep the promotion around while he was off in Hollywood filming Rollerball. <laughs> Rollerball! You know? These are the things Rockin that are missing. You know? It's like there, there's guys who like held on to this belief that this promotion was going to come back for years and like it's a sad sort of part of the story of ECW that you hear in interviews that are not connected to the WWE all the time. And it's, it's, I want to hear know. about the seedy things Rob Van Dam did for drug money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a really excellent, uh, the really excellent way, and it, and, it, and it's part, from Paulie's point of view, but it's a, it's it goes really in depth. Uh, just after WrestleMania this year, Steve Austin had an episode of his podcast. Only heard flowers. Uh, <laughs> I keep oh, getting yeah, it wrong too. It's proflowers.com. But anyway, uh, you go back and hit, listen to his episodes with uh, with Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman really goes in depth of of where the money was uh, that yep. that they should have should have been able to pay their guys with and and keep the promotion going with. And it, it's yeah, a really fascinating it. listen, it, especially if you're a Paul Heyman mark like I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The dark side of Heyman. I respect what he's done in some regards, but some of the stuff he did, I can't respect him at all for. It's part of the hustle, right? I mean, good in the bad. You know, here, here's the ball. Shoot it through the hoop at the carnival, right? Yeah. That's the nature of the business. It's uh, it's ugly side. And Heyman, Heyman uh, is entertaining as he can be in the ring, and I enjoy it quite a lot, you know, even... Even so, it's just like I wouldn't trust him with my money because you just can't have a reason to trust him with your money. <laughs> He'd give it to his kids because he's all about his kids now. <laughs> hey, hey, that's fine. At least he's loyal to his family, and I'll give him credit, like his real family. But uh, I'm sure, I'm sure there, there's plenty of guys out there from that promotion that are impoverished right now. And probably could have solved a lot of their problems had they uh, not been brainwashed by the Heyman. Or the Hyman. <laughs> Hi, man. <laughs> did you guys watch uh, Top 10 High Flyers? Yes, actually, I did. I actually yeah. caught it twice uh, uh, inadvertently because I, 
I got home the other night and my wife's like, oh, what's on the network? I'm like, ah, I already saw this. <laughs> but I, I tuned in right uh, at number five, which was, of course, Rob Van Dam. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, the John Morrison part is coming up next. And, and I saw, when I watched it on Tuesday, it's like, you know, I really, really miss this guy wrestling yep. for WWE. Hey. And that made me look up when the uh, AAA is going yes. to debut on the El Rey Network October 29th. He is their go-to guy. Apparently, him and Ricochet have been having some like really awesome matches. Ricochet, of course, is the guy who they brought down to the training center, and all of, a lot of the workers down there were marking out because it's like, holy shit, Ricochet is joining the WWE, and that pissed the WWE off because their talent were like marking out over a non-WWE guy, so they didn't sign him. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yes, I fucking call. So that makes me even more want to watch AAA. Go on to YouTube at some point and, and look this guy up, man. Like, if you have not seen a Ricochet match, you might find yourself becoming a bigger wrestling fan than you once were after watching one or two. He's like Teddy Hart without the insanity and, and the nonsensical, uh, uh, illogical movesets to nobody in the ring with cats. <laughs> Really, like uh. he, I, 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 I know we don't get the LRA up here, but uh, I, I, I will be watching this. I will find a way. There will be a way. And if oh, you absolutely. guys have problems on the show or even listening to this broadcast, uh, hit us up, and I will certainly help you out. Although you might not have to worry because River has it. They're gonna put it on YouTube for free. Oh wow, that'd be nice. Yes, that that would be nice. That's certainly uh, you know a, a good gesture from the company. And I, I I tell you, just like I said, watching the High Flyers, seeing John Morrison, it's like I have to watch this El Rey Network, the the you know AAA promotion. This guy is such an amazing athlete that just watching him for five minutes on the WWE Network made me be like, I got to see this guy wrestle again. Yeah. And I gotta also put this out there Uh, The show Will probably start off a little slow Because they had all those issues With the talent signing initially In the beginning of the tapings And uh, it gets more Lucha as it goes on Is what uh, the word on the street is Um, I know A couple people have actually attended tapings And they're they're saying it's it's been quite a hell of a show Because they they were basically giving away tickets If you lived in the LA area You could just go attend you just had to send them an email. So their their goal is really just getting a product put together and not worrying about the live show right now because they know they got to get the eyeballs on the screen so people know they exist, which is smart to start. Now, in the long run, of course, you know, the live show element of it, I don't know what that their plan is. They're, they're going to be filming, like, a hell of a lot of shows over this and the next month. And that'll kind of set up their season. And then where they go from there, I don't know. That much I can tell you. I got a lot more news about this in the notes. We'll get to like on top of my head. I don't remember. But fucking AAA, I think, is going to be the story of 2015. I'm going to put that out there right now. I think these guys are going to come in and they're going to make some serious noise. And hopefully they succeed. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's goes back to what I was saying. Is WWE needs some competition that is different from what they're doing, so that maybe they can look at it and be like, "Oh well, what are we doing wrong?" and start trying to 
do something different than giving us the same fucking Randy Orton, John Cena match every fucking week for a fucking goddamn 10 years. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm going to start watching Gotham on Monday night. Fuck Monday night raw. Well, it it worked at the last ever match. (laughs) It worked. Hey, it worked with nitro with Hulk Hogan in versus Ric Flair for two years straight on right nitro. Oh my God. How, how many freaking times do we need to see John Cena wrestle Randy Orton? I understand Roman Reigns is out and Roman Reigns would probably be in this John Cena spot. But still, give me something else. I don't want to fucking see it. I'm tired of it. Nobody wants to fucking watch it. I, I, I'm going to stop fucking DVR and Raw and start watching fucking Gotham on Monday nights because that show was actually pretty good. And, and and far be it for me to praise a television show because you guys know just as well as anybody else that knows me that I don't watch like new newer TV shows. Like the only show, first run show that I'm watching right now, uh, aside from Gotham, is The Simpsons. <laughs> you know, Simpsons Family Guy tonight. Yes, it's a crossover episode. Yes, season premiere of The Simpsons at eight, and then the uh, is that that one's on at nine, I think, right? The uh, the uh, hour long crossover episode. Oh. Yeah, I, I I thought I thought I thought the crossover was the, the season premiere, but uh, the crossover is the right. crossover is the season premiere of Family Guy. It's That's a true, Family yeah. Guy episode. I got my DVR set. I I won't be watching live. There's hockey pools to be had. <laughs> I'll, I'll come home tomorrow, and I will. Well, you know what I'll end up doing is I'll end up uh, getting it the same way I get Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so um, you know, we'll leave it at that. Just from somewhere else, because obviously I'm not going to get uh, the Simpsons episode from, you know, wrestling places. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I watched NXT. I, I, I watched that. I, I know, uh, let's see, we had Bailey wrestled. I know that. She wrestled, uh, a, 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 what's the chick's name? A, a, Alyssa Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. That's it. Yeah. A whole big pile of adorable, as Renee Paquette put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm a big Bliss fan. I thought, though, this match was uh, okay. I don't think it was... Unfortunate. Uh, Bliss usually pulls out bigger moves. She didn't really get the opportunity to do as much in this match. I think it was um, a lackluster match for both if both of the girls. It was okay. I'm, I'm, seen, I'm a I've huge Bailey mark. <laughs> uh, Bliss usually does a lot more high-flying spots. She's actually very athletic. Uh, gymnast background and She's quite the acrobat for, you know, a pretty blue, haha, yeah, her outfit is blue, um, character, but green should be the color she's wearing because she's only about two years in the business. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, I mean, the whole point of that match, though, was to set up the uh, the rematch for Bailey and Charlotte, exactly which is, which is yeah. uh, next week on, on NXT. The thing that I kind of liked about that match the most was not as much the entering action, which I for both of them I know they can do better. It was that the high fiving. Yeah, was <laughs> that was right. <laughs> you don't Did see you that. Catch that one too, Mark? Huh? Did you catch that match? Yeah, I've watched NXT as well. Yeah, you, you don't yeah. see that too often. Uh, competitors high fiving each other in the middle of a match. <laughs> I, I felt that actually was the strongest part of it because it was like at the feeder match that it kind of made them both still look like almost e- equals even though someone has to be better than the other in order to you know go for the title once again. 
Although you know, I, Bailey gave the head I, Bailey gave the headband I, to a little boy. <laughs> I, I I wonder if though I remember my final thought though after watching the kind of the promo and the banter back and forth between the two of them though I was like, could either of these ones actually survive in the current state of the main show? Guys, I don't I don't think so. They fuck them up. Well, no, they I mean that's just it. Like. It, it, you could bring up anybody from NXT and they're not going to go anywhere other than uh, obviously the, the guys in the shield being the exception. But well, um, the Wyatt's. The shield and the, the Wyatt's. Wyatt's like, Cesaro it. could have been made, but they fucked him up. They, that was their choice, not his. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, guys like Big E, Bo Dallas, H. Adam Rose. And my ringtone is still the Adam Rose theme, so. <laughs> yeah. At least we get to see the bunny every week. Yes, a bunny wrestled on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, well, the bunny's been more or less uh, the biggest character of that whole storyline. That, that's how f- much you, they fucked up Adam Rose. You think funny, he, but I want to see the cheeseburger wrestle. You think JBL's resentment of the bunny has to do with that barroom brawl they had on one of the pay-per-views where the Easter bunny was in? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, we had Enzo... Uh, Enzo Amore took on uh, what's the guy uh, Mark uh, Marquis uh, what the fuck's his name Louis, isn't Marcus it? Louis yeah that's the guy Baldy McBaldalot yeah, <laughs> yeah. no eyebrow man he was doing the he's doing the Kurt Angle he, he did the Kurt Angle gimmick he came out with the wig which was which of course was the uh, the, the Lanny Poffo gimmick Lanny Poffo did like it first powder. yeah which uh, of course this whole storyline's serving to uh debut Carmella, their uh their hairdresser. That's a winner. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed the segment. I won't lie. It was funny. It was stupid yeah, funny. I, I mean these guys are filling that, that niche of of being the comedy characters of NXT equivalent of the Santino Morellas. But they can wrestle. Yeah. I I would expect that uh Annoying, knowing the bias. If anyone's getting called up and fucked over, but still has the best chance, it's Big Cass because he's just he's big. Yeah, and uh, he's gonna make uh, Vince McMahon's penis hard. So that's how it goes. Well, you know he's seven feet tall. That's right. Nobody's how you doing? <laughs> no, nobody's gonna give me the follow up of you can't teach that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that that's right. That's right. But I'm not going to give you the follow-up because when they call him up, they won't follow that. No, <laughs> you're right. It'll, he'll, they'll give him some stupid name like, you know, they always do. and They probably won't even call him Big Cass. They'll probably call him something dumb. Or, is he, you know, Big Cass isn't a bad name. <laughs> you're looking at a lot of the stupid-ass names they've been giving guys. Or well, They already have Big E, so they can't have some notes called Big. That's right. You can't have two Bigs. You'll confuse people. That's right. Be, be large, large-ass. <laughs> Gotta drop the C though, because you know can't can't have a middle name, and then and then they'll drop his uh you know got to make him into one name, so they'll just call him Large, <laughs> and they'll they'll bring up Enzo as little and call him Little and Large. Oh boy! <laughs> well, you know, Big Cass is just a you know nickname, so they'll bring him up and he'll just be Colin. <laughs> Wait, that's Colin Cassidy? Yeah. I had Not no anymore. clue. It's just Colin. He'll just be Colin. Oh. I had no fucking clue. 
No, don't remix uh, Brodus's old theme song. This better call on your mama. It'll be good. <laughs> we were uh, just call him CC. They'll get really lazy. We had a uh, we had a small discussion uh, in a group that we're in the other day about uh, what your WWE name would be. Which of course Trevor Murdoch won that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're sitting there like, okay, this would be this would probably be what WWE would call me, and then Trevor Murdoch just chimes in, Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. Yep, you win. <laughs> There is a developmental name generator now, but I've not found it. But I've not looked for it either. I I think I've seen one, either one of those at some point as well. They're always terrible. And that's what made it good. <laughs> well, come on, um, Hulk. Got the fucking well, Thor's okay. hammer. Okay, let's 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 discuss this because I know I know G was part of this thread, but I didn't see if he if he put a name in there. Did, yeah, did they you... gave me once at the beginning of it. I, I was awarded a name apparently. Okay. <laughs> I, I I picked my own. I, I figure I know what WWE's naming uh, process is, so I would end up being like Kenny Josephs <laughs> or something <laughs> stupid like that, right? I mean, <laughs> I was allowed to keep my last name. Oh, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, then they confuse you with Scott Hall. I would be Leo Gulpart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leroy <boy>. Applebag. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, what else happened? I know we had... Uh, I know there was... Uh, uh, Titus. Titus O'Neil was on NXT. Wait, was he? Titus O'Neil was... Uh, yeah, he was on it. He was the big... Uh, that was that was the big thing about NXT. Or was that last week? That was last week. Oh, yeah. Then what the hell happened this week? Well, I and think we almost covered all of it. There's the the last two bits that you've missed. One is uh, Natty asked for a match for her husband. That's and right. Nick. He's getting his William last chance. William agreed and said it's the last time ever. Of course, it means they'll have about six or seven more. And the Ascension took on the Lucha Dragons for the tag team titles and lost. Off a yes. distraction from Hideo Itami. Appropriately so, because that's what their feud is with. Exactly, you know. yeah. That's where I was disappointed, but that's my own fault, because are we allowed to spoil things? Um, no, we shouldn't, because some of us, including myself, don't want to know. Yeah, I, I haven't read the results, and I know somebody who was at the taping, so... <laughs> I, I just saw a picture of an upcoming show and thought it was this week's show, but it wasn't. That's all. Oh, well, we'll just say stuff happens and tune in. To yeah, find stuff out. happens, and I thought it was this week because it was tagged spoilers, but it was a picture someone took at the tapings. Yeah, and and we know uh, a friend of ours actually went to uh, the tapings down there. He was at Takeover, and he was at the next set of tapings, uh, which is uh, Cassidy at Cheap Heat, where you can get this podcast every week. I mean, we we we, really we could talk around. about guys who are coming back and like or coming up and their new names and stuff like that. You know, that's that's fine. But results, nah, well, no, it's not results. It's someone finally coming in. Well, oh, oh, yeah, we, I know, we, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's actually all in the news. So. That's all. Yeah, that that I think uh, I don't think that's a big secret. The yeah. video is out there of the match. I I watched the match. <laughs> yeah, it was on YouTube. Yeah, it's all it, that's all out there. That that we can talk about. That we certainly that's all in the news. Too, yeah, we, so if you want to check the notes for your information, go for it. Yeah, we we certainly can yeah. uh, talk about that. 
It's always good to read those things ahead of time, especially if you don't want to get burned in them, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, so how, I, how are the stars doing? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I happened to look before I came into the studio today, and Some and Texas saw style that jelly donut. And you guys have me down as a stars fan, and uh, <laughs> they are stars fan. Yeah, big Jamie, uh, Jamie Ben, he's got the jersey. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, JT updated the notes too because he's got the break song coming up. You obviously haven't. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. the break song's in there. You haven't re- re- reset your uh, docs because I, I have put everything in there. Yeah, I, I, don't I, know, man. I, I saw JT's I, I update. Have to form a, uh, a new faction. Um, we're going to call ourselves Quest. <laughs> and we will. We will lead towards the new school. Are we? Are we going? Are we going into break now or? No, it's, it, we got 15 it minutes. Is we, got, we got shit to talk about. I mean, what was the scenario on uh, NXT? Get it? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and we, we move on to Impact, which was all matches. A whole lot of matches on Impact this week. Not a wow. lot of talking. It was six wow. matches. Now, no, they, t- they really messed up the, the start, though. But they're like, there's these five guys. They don't know who they're facing. If they win... They're in the big battle roll at the end, but it turned out that anyone from those matches could go in. So, way to go. They messed up their own stipulations. Yeah, well, that's not the first time that's ever happened. (laughs) It would have been so easier and more understandable to just say five matches, five winners, five-man battle royal at the end. Yeah. Yeah, they, they apparently... This was like the last match of, of this whole series of tapings that we're getting in New York... And yeah, it I think started was... at like midnight. <laughs> I think this was just a collection of all the last matches yeah. because the crowd was just dead. But there, there were some there. good matches on the show. Like I know they were were all taped in and out of order because, of course, we saw Rebel on Impact this week, which that appearance, of course, occurred before she broke her arm that we saw last week. So who knows what was placed where outside of that last match. But that MVP low-key match, that was great. That was a really good match. Yeah, I mean, I've missed seeing MVP wrestle. But it, it's... I don't know how to feel that there's a black man and his finisher is called the drive-by. <laughs> yeah, they... I the don't public enemies finisher in ECW... <laughs> I, I don't know. Aggressive company with gay storylines now. Some some aspect is still the same. And, yeah. But it it was a good quality show in terms of actual wrestling matches, but not much of it seemed to matter. And as you said, it was like a collection of all the shit. <laughs> Oh, that, if you're gonna guess that's what we're gonna get out of this company. The way they've chosen to tape things is they're going to put together packages for these pseudo pay-per-view episodes, right? And then they'll have to fill other episodes up, and that's probably what they're gonna do. I would imagine, and probably I, I would hope for if they have any common sense, if they're gonna do two throwaway episodes. Um, they they have what is it Christmas Eve and a New Year's Eve show coming up here at the end of uh, December. So 
Uh, that would probably where I'd put all the worst shit. Well, I read a headline but didn't read the actual story that they're planning on doing uh, like a month of best ofs. Which would... I'm not going to review that if it happens. I'm not even going to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. I don't know how true that is, but, you know. I also heard that their attendance for their TV tapings is now the recent victim of uh, of Impact Wrestling. Like, really bad turnouts. Hmm. Don't go to Bethlehem, folks. There's no room in the inn. Actually, just kidding. <laughs> There's tons of room. Come on, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bring your pals. That's right. Hey, it's the Kenny King. Where's his other two pals? He can bring in the frankincense and myrrh all in. Come on. Have a stay. <laughs> Sit on my lap. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> I can't watch a Seamus match anymore. <laughs> you I could watch him before? <laughs> you barely. <laughs> 16 seconds. <laughs> it was 18. <laughs> Yes, it was. Yeah. World Championship, was... WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan. Yes. I just remember that whole year after that happened, that's all he said whenever Shane Mr. Bryan was in the ring. 16 seconds, WrestleMania, World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. That was pretty much it for the year. <laughs> yep. And that's a prime example of losses getting someone over. Yes, it is. Very much so. <laughs> Which is great, because they wanted Seamus to be the one that was over. Yeah, it backfired. Someone in 18 seconds, look how amazing he is, but nope. <laughs> We're all sitting here watching the pay-per-view like, so they're going to have a rematch later on, right? <laughs> that that's That's like not a WrestleMania world title match. And sure enough, it was a WrestleMania World title match. Oh, I'm so glad that title's gone. Long gone. the spirit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, awkward silence time to talk about. That's been the whole show so far for me. <laughs> that is awkward silence. I don't know what's going on. I'm like barely paying attention. I'm playing with a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and that's that's how how low it's become. You know. It, it and it's not our fault. It's goddamn, you know, the the content we have to talk about. Uh, exactly. Talk no? about Gotham and like, you know, Asians to Shield and shit like that. To be that dude with. that played the penguin is phenomenal. On Gotham, by the way. Wait, I thought it started out. I thought there was going to be like some young Bruce part. Did it go straight to Batman? No, 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 uh, no, no. They did. They it's did. It's basically an origins. It's basically they're 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 basically showing how basically they're they're basically telling a story of how everybody became everybody. Yeah. Uh. And of course, the guy that that, that uh, played uh, Cobblepot. Phenomenal, just and, and apparently, and apparently, it's one giant circle because it's like they're showing. Um, they they basically introduced Catwoman saw saw Bruce Wayne's Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered, 
and the person that that hired Bruce Wayne's parents, um, the the the, the person who hired the 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 person that killed them, Cowlpot works for. And then for 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 those who don't if you don't understand the person, I think the person that was telling jokes was apparently the Joker, and the person that they framed the guy on was Poison Ivy's father. Who so did it's you all say one the Joker big circle. Was? You uh, know the. the the stand-up comedian was yeah the comedian. Joke. I don't yeah. think that was Joker. I I really don't. Well, <laughs> one of the origin stories of Joker in the DC universe is he started off as a stand-up that's, comedian. That's the uh, the Killing Joke, right? Yeah. So, it, but it, they it I I read to be seen. I don't want them to force or rush any of this at all. Oh, I know I, they got to chill out and keep it slow paced in the right way. And that that'll be the that'll be the catch twenty two of the show if it's going to succeed in the long run. Uh, I really enjoyed the pilot. So did I. I, I. And and like I said, I'm not a guy that enjoys you know television shows. I just happened to see the trailer for that, and I'm like, that looks fucking awesome. It, it was. It, did it look was awesome really well executed. It's just the the problem is they have to remember is you know Bruce Wayne is like twelve or some shit, and he's not going to be Batman for like twenty years. Right. So I don't want to see all these like bad guys come into fruition super quickly. Like I, w- I hope Cobblepot remains a low level criminal for the whole goddamn series. I don't want him to become this like mastermind guy that early. I don't want to see Catwoman be like the super Catwoman. I'd rather it's very low level Selina Kyle because it just won't. I don't know. So it's going to take kind of the point of the whole Batman backstory out of it. I, I don't. I don't want to see the Riddler become the Riddler ever. I want to see him remain as part of the corrupt police force, even if he's making annoying puns the whole time, right? And I don't want. I don't. I also want to stop people uh, seeing people confusing Harvey in the show as Harvey Dance, who is a completely different Harvey. From the Harvey and the police force, that's not two faced people. Let, let me let me put it, let me let me guy. put it out there. Let me put this out there because this is what I did. If you're not entirely familiar with the entire like story of Batman, you're you're not entirely you don't know everything, and you're confused and you're looking at this guy like, wait, Harvey, but like Two Face, and then but. You can go on Wikipedia, look the guy up, and it's like, oh, that's a different guy. Okay, I get exactly. it. Exactly. Which is exactly what I did because it's like, Me wait, too, no, that's, <laughs> that, that's not Two-Face. Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I remember his name being Harvey Dent, and his name was not Harvey Dent. It's Harvey something else exactly. on the show. And that, I did the same thing. I went on to Wikipedia, and I re-educated myself because, you know, my background with Batman is decent. Yeah, my, and mine it's, too. It's not, it's not uber nerd. I, I, it's you know I know I know the characters more from the films even than the comics or even the show and I I watched that show quite a bit back in the day the first one at least um, as well as and I mean the live action one Bam Piff Pow <laughs> as well as the animated one which was actually pretty cool in its time like it was a dark fucking cartoon show for the era but uh, yeah I I just I don't want to like the thing this is a, this is what. DC needs to do is they need to keep it at a decent realistic level pace and that's why the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show has been really good and started off slow it built up tied in with the, uh, the Captain America film and they did a splendid job with that but they're not 
overpowering their foes and not overpowering the characters. They're keeping out where it kind of needs to be, which is kind of like NXT. Yeah, it's the other show. You it's know, I the, I read it's not the Avengers. I read a yeah. uh, article the day after the premiere, and uh, I I read uh, basically what drew me in was you know the headline was so was the comedian the Joker, and they were interviewing the guys that were running the show, and they said we're gonna ha- we're going to make it. Because because we want to have this long term, we're going to make it so we keep you guessing as to who the Joker is. Obviously, you're going to know who the Penguin is. Obviously, you know who the Riddler is. Obviously, you know who Catwoman is. But Obviously, you know who Batman is. But we're going to keep you guessing as to some of the other characters, particularly the Joker. So that's good. That's yeah. good to hear. And, and that, that, so that's, that's the main reason is because there's technically no real official backstory on the Joker. He's just always been the Joker. There have been rumored backstories, but he, there's no real specific okay, th- this is how he became the Joker. He was just he's just always been the Joker except for the time where he he, he was the red mask. Essentially, I think I think the accepted origin story of the Joker is uh is is basically the one from uh from the first Batman, the uh, the Michael Keaton Batman where he falls into the the chemical bath and gets all burnt up and that's how he got his scars and all that shit. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm that's sure that's how the majority of people for sure we're going to look at it. And well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about yeah, I'm talking about that that, that part yeah, but the, like no one knows actually like who his original name is. Like we all we know right, right, like, right, right. right. We know like, you know, Catwoman and Penguin. We know, you know, their original names were. I'm talking that's what that's what I was talking. We don't actually know legit who there's it's rumored that it was Jack back there was a rumor like I read one of the onlines cuz uh, for some and it said there was a rumor that his name might be Jack, but there's no official that his official what his actual real name was before he was Joker. Yeah, that's true too. And, and that's at, like and the, the backstory of the DC like a lot of the comics uh, storyline show him as he just showed up he like popped into to Gotham and he that's like uh, that, that gives them that gives them the ability to just play around with that like okay you think this guy's the Joker I think you know I, I really don't think the comedian's the Joker I, and watching it because I had already seen somebody comment uh, prior to being able to watch it that they thought the comedian was the Joker and I watched it I said no I don't think this guy's the Joker well, with the the article that you're referring to, it actually would make sense that that's exactly what they wanted. Exactly. I, I'm cool with that, man. I like that. Keep us guessing. That that's the, exactly what I want to see out of the series. Is is what you noted? They said in that interview was you keep it slow, slow burn, all of that shit because it it's just I don't know how long this this whole thing could go if they try to fast track anything. I think it would burn itself out, like really, and I don't want to see that. I'd like to see at least a good solid three seasons out of the show. They might not be able to go for a super long term. I'm fine with that. Not every show has to do that. But I'd I'd rather at the end of it, like oh, you have a whole bunch of like, well, what happens for the next 15 years? I don't want it all. <laughs> I would like that. That that's kind of the mystery of it, and it keeps the the door open for. You know the DC universe to play with that in the future if they want to bring in another show or you know one of their movies can have actually tie into the television program like that's I mean the I other, think that's, that's the secret to the success of of 
what Marvel has accomplished, and I, I'd like to see DC be as successful as well. Because I, think, I don't. I, really, I, th- I think this is ahead. the kind of show that that can last for a while. Because I mean, how many how many seasons was Smallville on the air? <laughs> you know, and this is basically the uh, the, the the Batman version of Smallville. In, in a sense that it's you know basically retelling the origin story. It's following young Batman instead of young Clark Kent like Superman. <laughs> Except he's a kid instead of a teenager. I hope we we go like long stretches without even seeing Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Like he he needs to go train. He has to go get his his skills. Well, the name kind of implies that it implies it's more about Gotham as a whole. Yeah. Right, exactly. So Gotham should be the star of the show. Should be you know, literally exactly like Mark just said. We nailed it right on the head. Mm-hmm. Gotham, starring Gotham. Also featuring Vacant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he called himself Vacant before he thought of Batman. Yeah. Uh, there you go. No Robin, please. I don't want to see any Robin on the show. That oh, would make no God, sense. God, no. <laughs> well, I don't think at this point Robin's even born yet, so I don't think we yeah, have right, to worry right. about that. We're gonna no, see I like a seen this show, but that that sounds like something I'm gonna have difficulty with. That already the villains are introduced, but Bruce Wayne is still a kid. But, mean, but we're getting Batman. They're gonna be middle aged. Yeah, that was something I was thinking about too. It's like a lot of these characters by by the way they've set it up are going to be fucking old as shit, as shit by the time Batman kicks around, you know? But a lot of these guys are older in in this, like like Penguin, you know? Oh, yeah, and like you say, if going back to the first Batman movie, the first Keaton Batman movie, Joker was an adult. The, the guy that ended up being Joker was an adult, was the guy that killed Bruce's parents. So, in essence, yeah, he's quite older than... And then I, I think Wayne we can. Too. I think we can rule out that the guy that killed Batman's parents, Bruce Wayne's parents, is not the Joker. Well, I, <laughs> I know, think I'm we can rule saying, that. Out. I'm just saying what we're talking yeah. about. You know, uh, uh, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm saying that we can rule that out in Gotham <laughs> because the guy's but, way too big. Lose weight by time Batman. Uh, the other the flip side of the coin, Mark was alluding to you about the ages. Um, all the uh, super villainesses are quite young. So, you know, they're going to be about Batman's age when uh, he starts tangling with uh, Poison Ivy and the Catwoman. It's true. Not the fish, though. And the fish lady, she's brand new. I, I guess they made her for the show, so. <laughs> but I like that character. Good villain. Yeah. Good villain character. Well, what do you say we get into our break song? Since uh, we're way so. off topic now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like a dungeon dragon. Yes. <laughs> well, well it, obviously he comes in. He's a wrestler, so that'll tie it all up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JT's yeah, got I'll, a break song this week. I'll have well, to delete this one from my list of potential break songs. Uh, I beat you to it. That's yes. fine by me, man. It, it belongs to be a break song at least one of these weeks. Well, for those that rem- have all, have a good log to your memory, I actually quoted the lyrics from this song as my intro one one week a while back. I think it was before Mark was on the show too. So, uh, but this is a song. This is old, old, old song from about what ninety one or ninety two. G G ninety two. Sounds about right. No, this no, ninety one, ninety one. You're right. Yeah, I went out and bought 
after listening to the song once, so I don't buy the album. <laughs> it's a um, great, yeah. great hip hop song. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. This is this is um, a tribe called Quest featuring leaders of the new school. The song is called Scenario. And here it is on BoardWrestlingFan.com. We'll see you in four and a half. Whenever the song decides to start. Yeah, it takes like 10 seconds. It starts like 10 seconds into the video. I posted the actual video version. There we go. Come on, Fife, you're off to bat. Oh, 
as I come back As I did the girl, I had to beg your pardon When I travel through the turn, I roll with the squadron Rawr, rawr, like a dungeon dragon Change your little jaws, cause your pants are sagging Try to step to this, I won't twist you in a turban And have it smell right like some old stale urine Chuckity Choco, the chocolate chicken The rear cock diesel, my cheeks, they were kicking Yo, bust it out before the bust, I bust another round The rhythm is insane, oh. the vibes are on town Tipping yeah. up the sound just like a ratio yo. Observe the vibe and check out the scenario Tribe called Quest, Board Wrestling Fan Radio. We're on the air for episode 145. We're back. <laughs> yeah, that song, a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people know that. That Well, obviously, you know Buster Rhymes is in that song, but it's right. because of his performance in that song, he got a solo deal. Yes, that is absolutely true. So what do we got going I, on? You guys, you guys were telling me SmackDown was good this week. What, what, what's up with that? <laughs> The whole show, I no, I disagree. But yeah, not not the the whole whole show. I mean, there was a main event with Bruce Evan Big Show. So oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we know that wouldn't have been good. <laughs> so what happened? I, I I missed it. I this is the one week that I decided to I'm going to sleep on Saturday more on Sunday morning <laughs> instead of getting up and watching uh, SmackDown. Don't all there was, don't all jump <laughs> in at once. There was a, a number one contender battle royal for the intercontinental title, and they had the the title match later that night as well. And I believe Cesaro won. That. I watched this a few hours ago, and I'm already saying I believe this happened. <laughs> I have terrible memory. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. As I said it was just different from the SmackDown I've come to expect which is usually so bad they replay an entire match from Raw not just highlights now do you think that maybe they're doing uh, you know actual like SmackDown content and and less Raw content uh, simply because they have the upcoming uh, SmackDown what 15th anniversary that show is supposed to be stocked which which, by the way should have been a couple of months ago (laughs) yeah but you know that's the WWE for you because they always get things like anniversaries and stuff, right? <laughs> so, whatever. Well, the, the worst offense they do is the wrong number. <laughs> like their, the, their history's kind of fucked up because they had that like one-off of SmackDown before they eventually would Which was in March, on. and then the premiere was August yeah. for the, for so the actual their, series. Their, their whole background is fucked. How they decide to call it whatever well it's it's kayfabe whatever calf up so don't calf up don't calf up me bro they're they're using scott steiner math people (laughs) (laughs) they always are Uh, we had we had the miz versus ambrose i remember that it was a decent match uh i guess it's because you know damian sandow kind of is good enough to make the miz matches seem good right now because i i'll watch the match and you have ambrose in there of course he's awesome and so when he's doing stuff, you're like, ah, oh, this is wicked. And then when, when Miz starts doing stuff, you immediately start looking for Sandow and you don't watch the Miz because you want to see, you know, Sandow <laughs> doing Miz's stuff 
off to the side better than Miz doing it in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm not like trying to be funny here, even though it is funny. Just like, that is how I watched that match. That's exactly how I watched that match. Because now I'm conditioned to watch for Sandow pantomiming. And I, I, I'm actually enjoying his stuff as a result, which is kind of fucked up. But anyone else like me in that? Because that's exactly how I watched that match. I, I kind of wish I would have done that on Monday. Uh, the thing about Monday was I was like half watching and half not. And it's like, how many fucking times is the Miz going to lo- win the fucking Intercontinental title and lose it the next fucking night? Twice. <laughs> yes. Two times. Two time champion. Give them time, they'll have him do it two times in one night. Yeah. Uh. Bring back hardcore title rolls twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that that match was well, indirectly why I watched SmackDown in the first place, because I saw a picture of Dean Ambrose with the money in the bank briefcase and I was like, Okay, I have to see this to see how that happened. Yeah, and that was the first segment of the show. Luckily, the rest stood up as I said, and I didn't regret leaving it on after that. So how, it's just how, nice for them to have things actually happen on SmackDown. How did Ambrose come about winning uh, or taking the Money in the Bank briefcase? I'm I'm sure he didn't win it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't win it. The Miss Ambrose thing ended with Kane and Rollins making their way down, and Ambrose just grabbed the briefcase and ran for his life <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny too because like usually when that happens you get like your distraction cause and the guy loses oh no someone's walking I must not pay attention anymore and lose but no everyone's like fuck that dirty deeds wins that is the most overdone finish in wrestling that's the thing why Shit, I, I appreciate it let's not do anything <laughs> yeah it made it made that finish like so much better with the fact that Ambrose, get, you know, he gets distracted for a second and then he's like, "I'll oh, back to work." <laughs> yeah, and that is perfect. You know, that's exactly. I've got a match to win. <laughs> I never got. I never got that. Like, okay, I'm wrestling in a match. Hey, look, there's the guy I'm fighting with. I better pay more attention to him than the guy I'm wrestling with right now. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, good old wrestling. Wasn't there also an actual proper distraction finish in that show, I think? I, I can't remember shit. <laughs> I should probably be worried. But then I forget. He forgets to worry about forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, well, you, men- you mentioned uh, the Battle Royale, which was a significant part of the show. It was like a double segment, right? Yeah. And of course, Cesaro would come out on top as the winner of that. And then you had the uh, the Usos fighting Gold and uh, Goldust and Stardust. Uh, champs retained. It was a title match. Good. I'll give them credit for that because that's should always be a fucking title match when champions are wrestling. That's the f- that's the easiest way to make titles mean something. Get rid of non-title matches, especially yeah. if the champions are going to win anyway. Exactly. If you have like one of the guys in a singles match, okay, of course that wouldn't be a title match. But if you're a singles champion, you know it should be your shit out of luck, dude. If you're wrestling, your belt should always be on the line. Period. I don't know if it should always be on the line. I, I, I there's a case for non-title matches, but not as many as they shove down our throats every week. I think 
in a sense, it makes sense to have contenders and rankings of some sort. Um, you know, even if you're just saying, hey, these guys over here are the number one contenders now. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, now you have to wrestle those guys right away and have a title match. You can have tune-up matches. I'm okay with that. Just I don't want to see every single week a non-title match. Or, you know, put the titles on the line. Be, be fighting champions. Be Bret Hart. <laughs> you know? I don't see the point of titles if you're not defending them. I mean, I agree with you. Maybe once in a blue moon, you know, once a year, have like an untitled match. But it should be the other way around. It should be like super rare. It should be like there should be a storyline attached to it that ex- logically explains why the title can't be on the line in this match. Like something that actually is makes sense, right? Like this guy has been banned from ever competing for the title again. So therefore, if he faces this guy in a match, he can't compete for the title because he's not allowed to that would be a storyline that would make sense for a non-title match and then maybe you could rework that and say well you know the commissioner has changed his mind because of the performance against so and so and he beat him or whatever that we will lift this ban and you can actually compete for the title now and they'll have a rematch for it that's things like that very it's not very complicated booking but it yeah but i it, i can see people getting pissed off by that i mean remember when sting was told he couldn't compete for the world heavyweight championship in tna and then he could and i was like what the fuck is this shit right it's all how you tell the story to get there though right well like, yeah, i mean that's just it i mean tna was like no you can't here's your title shot it's like they, they've set that this up in 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 NXT in a sense with the Tyson Kidd deal right like this is his one last chance to fight him so let's say he loses Adrian Neville retains which I'm thinking is probably going to be the case anyway right now you're in a situation where you have Tyson Kidd who's not allowed to compete for the title they could viably have him face you know Adrian Neville down the the stretch with that exact storyline in place where he actually does defeat Adrian Neville decisively and cleanly but well, sorry, you're not weren't allowed to compete for the title. William Regal's like, okay, well then, you know, clearly our champion is weak compared to this guy, so he has to defend the t- title. Now I'm lifting my 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 ruling because it's just you know we need to establish that either Adrian Neville is clearly the champion or Tyson Kidd should never have been banned from you know having a, a sec- another match. I shouldn't say second millionth match. <laughs> Not that yeah. I'm complaining, because it's still better. I'd rather watch these guys than fucking Cena and Orton for the right. the time. Yeah, that that impl- that leads Tyson winning decisively, which is something I don't see happening ever. No, fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just trying to apply the 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 this discussion towards. But yeah, I I would like to see something like that, or just Tyson putting on great matches and beating the shit out of everyone, and Adrian asking for a title shot. Adrian being like, okay, this guy's trying to steal my spot. I want to prove I'm still the best. You said he can't have a title shot, but let him have one. There you go. Another logical, easy, digestible, and sensical storyline for Mark. That would make sense for a non-title match thing being lifted, right? How How is it that we can do this this easily? And they can. I think it's because we actually like wrestling. <laughs> we want it to be good. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's maybe it's just because we're... It's a big steaming pile of shit on a piece of paper and doodles on it. 
I think I think it's we're on the outside. We can come up with this shit. If we were on the inside, we'd be sitting there with our thumbs up our asses. Like, what the fuck? Did we, anybody got any ideas? <laughs> Anything? Ah, let's just have another non-title match. <laughs> you know. Let's bring back the pole. Yeah. Hold on a minute, player. Yeah. Tag team match. <sighs> <laughs> One on one with the Undertaker. Yeah, one tag team match. Holla! <laughs> no, the rest, the rest of SmackDown. We got, we had some like Divas tag thing with uh, Natty and uh, oh yeah, they Shelly Donut they, as versus uh, Summer and Layla. I don't remember that being any good. I don't know if I even watched it. I might have fast forward. This I would remember have been very... being vaguely offended that they had Natalia Sells instead of Rosa Mendez. Just completely the wrong way around. Yeah. It lost because Total Divas or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I fast forward through it. I must have. I, I ended up like getting to this one and you know, I'm back in the full swing of double work now. And uh, yeah, this was a long Friday. So. Glad I didn't have to review it. I, it would have been like two sentences long. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I know I watched the uh, the Cesaro Ziggler match. I thought that was all right. That was a pretty nice little bout. And Dolph retained. And it was a title match, which was on the line. Thank you, WWE, at least there once again. And then it was Rusev Big Show, and I watched that in about 30 seconds of fast-forward time. <laughs> So if it was good, if the people who like the big guy matches, I'm, you know, if you like your DQ wins, that's uh, that's what you got. All right. Well, let's. Uh, if we're done with SmackDown, let's move on and hear what the Iron Sheik had to sh- say this week. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Now, um, since you took away all the day, day the week things, that I I just but they might be going backwards. So I basically started from today to. Last Sunday, well, you can so. put him back in. I was just cleaning up the template, and I, I'm like, "Well, we've been doing the same thing for about a year and a half, so I'll yeah, let no, you no. creative liberty here and do whatever." You're, you're, I'm fine with that because you know what? It, it gives me just a better, you know, I can just go through and have a list, you know, and I can probably make it shorter if I actually want to spend time and sort through and not do it 20 minutes before showtime. <laughs> Okay, hey, that, uh, that's kind of why I wanted to clean it up. I figure if people want to add things, there'd be lots of space. We don't feel like we're stuck with like, okay, we have to do this, we have to do this. It's like, nah, just add in whatever the hell you want, and we'll keep it down to the bare bones. I think I'll make yeah. it easier for everybody, I would hope. If I'm wrong, we can debate it after the show. That's fine. Yeah. All right, here we go. Jared, Jared Allen, my my good friend, he always impressed me, not like the fucking mosquito dick Tony Romo sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Santa, go fuck yourself. Excuse me. Hello, hello, Almond Brothers. Where can somebody get the best mushrooms? <laughs> Hocus Pocus, I beat the fuck out of you. Break your fucking neck and your Bette Midler McNugget tits. Kirk Gibson, you are the champion like the Iron Cheek. Everybody go fuck themselves. Jeter now can tell everybody to go fuck themselves forever. Bill Simmons, fuck the people that fuck with you. At NFL Commissioner, you fucking cocksucker raisin balls, mosquitoes, dick, go fuck yourself, jabroni. Question of the day. 
Are you a fucking Tic Tac Dick Jabroni? Hey, Oster Pistorius, I can't break your fucking legs, so I'd be happy if I break your fucking neck. Good morning, Kenny G. I had a dream last night that I broke your fucking neck and shoved saxophone up your ass. <laughs> that man has weird dreams. Brock Lesnar, one of best shooter in my business. He still know in my day I could beat the fuck out of him, make him humble. <laughs> Ask the Kurt Angle. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Florida Georgia line. What happened when I break your fucking necks and make the line in your ass after I humble you old country way? <laughs> Seamus <sighs> equals o- equal orange minute made. <laughs> What more important, Bow Wow engaged to Erica Menda or dead dog getting killed by dead dog shit? <laughs> and finally, can I go fuck yourself? Uh, what is Florida Georgia line, man. <laughs> Florida fucking Georgia line. Who the fuck let them go? They're, they're going to be doing the, the, the honoring the troops thing. <laughs> I didn't even know the name of the show. <laughs> oh, don't you love that? Just like Jeremy Piven in Summerfest? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, news, kudos to angrymarks.com. And, of course, we got to give a shout-out cheapheat.com because, you know, we're broadcast there. <laughs> you're, you're able to get our podcast there. So, hi, cheapheat.com, rwrpodcast.com, bookertees.com, our usual shit. Anyway. Botchspot.com. Yes, we love Botchspot. And uh, Kayfabe News, give a shout-out to as well. Um, and, and, of course, uh, Wrestling With Text. And wrestling with regret, we've had those guys on. We're, we're, we're just shout out to everybody, anybody that's ever been on this show, everybody that's ever listened to the show. Shout out to you. Tulips and other stories available on Amazon. <laughs> and the Beast, don't forget the Beast. Don't forget that one. I'm not getting royalties. Oh well, then f- fuck that one. <laughs> Tulips yeah. and other stories. F- fuck off, everyone who's ever been on this show. <laughs> half the people I that you've read it enough, you haven't memorized. Half the people that are half the people that have been on this show are participating in IHWE uh, old school hustle later on tonight. <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas, at the Sendera Center. If you are in Texas right now and you are not on your way to that show, get the fuck there after the show, <laughs> dude. Literally, marks out, or so he claims. This is uh, some guy basically uh, has a heart condition and said that um, basically he went to the hospital after he thought Seth Rollins cashed in money in the bank because he almost had a heart attack. Basically gave him a heart attack and uh, uh, basically Rollins cashed in, triggered his heart condition. The guy was hospitalized, then found out he didn't cash in and he was not okay with this. (laughs) Probably had another heart attack after that. Probably. I shouldn't make fun of people with heart conditions. Probably not. Doctor says I'll be dead by 30. Hey. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Pro Cesaro signs were confiscated during Night of Champions. A slow motion video emerged Monday showing the conversation of uh, which were being held by up by multiple fans in referee shirts on the hard cam. Moments later, two men in suits are seen taking all of them. They were entitled King of Wrestling. This, I found this out during Night of Champions. I actually found it out from uh, from David Fuller of IHWE Wrestling. IHWENow.com. Cheap plug. 
Uh, Daniel Moody, a.k.a. DJ Pringle, has some shocking news. His brother Michael passed away over the weekend. Uh, he's lost two family members recently now. Of course, his father, Paul Bearer, and his brother. And it's almost too much to comprehend. Our condolences, of course, and prayers out to the entire Moody family. Got to make sure we don't mention that on Raw. Yeah. Because he's actually been, you know, on um, Hall of Fame tapings and he actually has a direct connection. People actually know who he is. But but let's let, let's make sure we give a video package to Joan Rivers and not mention Sean O'Hare either. That's right. And there never was a King Mabel. Nope, that never. didn't happen either. I, I, I didn't watch him wrestle The Undertaker in a casket match on, on that In Your House yesterday. <laughs> no, you, you did not. They did, did mention this on the air, by the way. Eric, the actor from the Howard Stern Show, has passed away. Uh, many TNA stars have tweeted about it, including a tweet Austin Aries linked. Uh, because of his appearance for them in the past, coincidentally, Aries' TNA contract is said to be expiring soon. Michael Cole actually took time out to to uh, give his condolences to the Howard Stern Show on, on Raw. How, how fucking You're, ridiculous is this? I, I, I'm just wondering, does people still care about the Howard Stern Show? No, well, Howard Stern probably cares. Oh, Howard since, Stern. Since, yeah. since the fact I've been, I've been done with that show, uh, since the fact that he told everybody to fuck off, you want to listen to me pay 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 money, damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, other than the fact that I did watch the Baba Booey show on VH1 Classic, I've basically been done with the Howard Stern show. Baba Booey show on VH1 Classic was actually really good. I, I know the yeah. show you're talking about. Uh, spoiler alert: Total Divas return once again. Das spoiler alerts. <laughs> Roadhouse Rumble Bree and Daniel Bryan lose their careers in couch surf at Phil's <laughs> Nikki is put in a botched spot with John and Hornsby Rosa fails miserably Also, Rosa attempts making peace between two enemies Patrick Swayze returns from the dead to save Jomo <laughs> Molina Who he believes has been kidnapped Only to fall into Hyperion's trap and forced to fight his Greek, uh, Greek mythological titan brother Uranus and Helios both are eaten later by their father until Zeus returns from the dead for No Holds Bar 2. And the wedding Smirnoff between Eva's father and husband ejaculates from their heads. Nikki immediately freezes the spent loads into ice trays for John to make into Boston cream pies, <laughs> once again failing to comprehend the how things and that it's a work. Kayfabe! Yeah, I'm having fun with these. <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait, Zeus? What about Z? What about Z Gakesta? I think he returns next week. We'll find out. Make sure you check in with Board Wrestling Fan for all the spoiler alerts tests. I would watch that show. Ah, that's what I'm supposed to be queuing up. <laughs> it's only on E. And sometimes, according to the Iron Sheik Mushrooms. <laughs> I, I, I was told to queue something up, so I guess I'm going to have to do that now. Because, you know, my computer is good enough to handle Funny or Die and this show you'll, you'll, at once. You'll be, you'll be told when to play it in the notes later on. So you got it queued? I'm working on it right now. As soon as the ad is done, I'll, I'll have it queued. But I don't know how well it's going to work with this old computer here. So That we'll damn old computer. Yes, it's like Sting, who still has not signed a full WWE contract. All right, pause. There we go. We're, we're, we're set for later. All right. Uh, the Sting has still not signed a full WWE contract. He only has a merchandising deal and a licensing deal for his appearance in 2K15. WWE is confident that they'll work something out before WrestleMania 20, uh, 31. Uh, the fake NWO Sting made the cover of the Blu-ray and DVD set. Of course, that was uh, Jeff Yup Farmer. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Feed me more. Yep, yep. 
<laughs> Tweetendly. The uh yeah, the the uh comments that I read about this when when a uh, certain news site that I frequent posted it were well maybe it's just a still from the DVD when they were talking about the fake NWO Sting, which I don't even know if they do. I haven't seen the Best of Sting DVD and Blu-ray, which came out on Tuesday. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> uh, in fact, WWE has acknowledged the production errors and says it will be a collector's item for those who own it. <laughs> How about that? There you go. All right. That was actually kind of clever in their own behalf. They're like, yeah, we fucked up, but you know what? We're not making any more of those. That's kind of smart because now you're going to have people who might buy two copies. Yeah. Like NBA Jam for Genesis with Charles Barkley. There you go. Which I have. <laughs> Barking is half the battle. Ooh, that joke was rough. Terrible. <laughs> Simply terrible. Yep, yep. It's back. <laughs> uh, TNA, of course, uh, we, we talked about this briefly earlier. Uh, w uh, TNA posted this tweet. While we like the hashtag iPhone 6, at Samsung Mobile US is also great. Angry with hashtag WWE NOC? You have options too. Hashtag Impact on Spike, Wednesdays at 9, 8 central. I, I found that to be pretty clever. <laughs> Fanboys were up in arms. G retweeted it and became whole with the wrestling matrix of leadership. Optimus Prime was not reached for comment because he was dead. <laughs> and if you get that joke, you know why these new Transformers movies suck. <laughs> Harvest the Energon for Energon Cubes. <laughs> no, I gotta watch that fucking movie tomorrow. <laughs> I love that movie. Fucking Hot Rod. And the whole the whole <laughs> point of that movie was the, the, the whole point of that movie was to release new toys. Yes. <laughs> and, and and make a very dystopian um, follow up in the next season of Transformers. That was some dark shit. Yeah. I've got one of the uh, anniversary editions around here somewhere. I don't see it on my shelf, though, so it must actually be in with the rest of my DVDs that I actually watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, despite going head-to-head with the Night of Champions pay-per-view on Sunday, Total Divas gained 214,000 viewers and finished with 1.18 million for the night, which, of course, is because of our brilliant uh, description of the episode. People are tuning in to see if that's actually the case. Yeah, it's it's gonna drop this week when the people when those twenty uh, two hundred fourteen thousand people who somehow all downloaded one copy of our podcast <laughs> and, and listened all at the same time. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know if We're that's big really in China. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if that's true. I, I know we have. Uh, I I haven't looked at the numbers. Super, super spoiler alert for tonight's Total Divas episode. Greek, er, Greek mythological titan Helios is employed by loyal gyro by a Lovel gyro diner, and Nikki laments John accidentally dropping said ice cube trays as it reminds her of their order. John decides to make a special request from the cooks. I'm supposed to play from a certain point here? I started 32 seconds. Somebody could have told me this. Ah, oh, screw it. Play. <laughs> I said play <laughs> It's frozen <laughs> It's not going There's a line at the, the counter I guess so <laughs> I guess we're not getting this uh, joke in <laughs> I can't even close it It's fucking frozen <laughs> I hope you guys are still there <laughs> I'm still here Hey we didn't lose you while my computer froze this time 
I can't do shit. I can't even go to the next point. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Guess we're not doing that joke. <laughs> I guess we died.com. Yep. Roman Reigns is heading home. Quote, finally heading home for some R&R. My recliner is calling my name. Hashtag recovery. Hashtag ASAP. Sweet. He's really going to come back fat. Yeah. He, he's Samoan. I, they all seem to just get fat. Most of them. The last report from WWE suggests that he'll be out of action for at least three months. And they just keep saying several, but not naming a specific number. Yeah. Did someone I don't know. Did someone <laughs> say Royal Rumble on last week's BWF radio? Oh, yeah. We mention it all the time because Maven won. That's yeah, true. <laughs> Roman Reigns is expected to be back from his emergency incarcerated hernia surgery in time for the Royal Rumble. Daniel Bryan is expected to return around the same time as Reigns. And it's also believed that Batista will be back for a farewell tour before or possibly including WrestleMania now that his Hollywood career is picking up steam. Well, Kayfabe News told me Daniel Bryan was coming back tomorrow, according to a teenager with a blog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I tried picking up steam once. Didn't work. Burnt my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that still works. <laughs> Bunny, Mania, Bunny Mania was actually trending on Twitter during the Adam Rose segment on Raw. Tyson Kidd tweeted, Bunny did a great spin kick. Mine's a touch better, though. Rumor dispeller, fact dropper, hashtag raw. They have people been saying he's the bunny. I never heard anybody say Tyson Kidd was the bunny. I heard uh, Justin Gabriel and I heard Sami Zayn. It appears Arda O'Cal has signed with WWE and changed his name to Kyle Edwards. Which is uh, why we were talking about what our WWE names would be. Also, because Fergal Devitt's WWE NXT name will be Finn Balor. Finn is from the term Finnon MacCumhel, the Irish translation of the name of a mythical warrior. And Balor is Celtic for Deadly One. I don't mind either of these name changes. I, I know people get up in arms. I don't know why. No, I don't, I don't mind. Finn Balor sounds kind of badass. <laughs> It's not like it's really stupidly generic. No. And it, he actually, you know, has a meaning behind it. And the same thing with the Kenta renaming. Like, I, I would prefer that they didn't, but I understand why they do. Kevin Steen. No. Go ahead. Huh? I thought I, I, I thought I interrupted you. So I was telling you no, to go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just... I'm done. I just don't really think that people, you know, should make this big a deal out of it. It just gets overblown. They, people were really up. They want the rights. People were really up in arms when Kenta changed his name, and it's like, dude, it's WWE. What the fuck do you expect? The thing that was lame about that is that they were advertising it as such. I think. Yeah. I I I, I sympathize with that sentiment because I was a little bit, you know, what the fuck mode too in that regard. Well. I'm like, well you you watched the uh, you, you watched Finn Balor's debut match, right? You you said you watched that video. Yeah, I, I caught. Oh, I don't know if there's anything other than what I got from the. the it was like a hand, yeah, hand cam or whatever deal. Yeah, uh, but at the start of the video, when his music starts playing, it says Prince Devitt on the screen, and then it changes to Finn Balor, much the same as they did with Kenta and Hideo Itami. Right. And so I, I don't it's, know it's if gonna be st- like a segment before that 
then we'll have to wait, I think. Unless you know about it. I, I don't know much about it other than I, you know, I caught the match. <laughs> if it was that subtle and that brief, um, that's whatever. I, I'll, I'll let that one pass, certainly. If, but if they do start advertising and it's like, you know, French Devitt reveal, and it's like, don't do this again. Just have the guy come out. People know who the fuck he is. It would be ridiculous if they do it with Kevin Steen, though. We all know fucking Kevin Steen. Calvin Stein. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carmella will be a regular character going forward with Enzo and Big Cass, which, of course, we basically touched on earlier when we were talking about NXT. Uh, September 23rd, this past Tuesday, was the last day for plaintiffs to join a, ca- a class action lawsuit filed against WWE alleging securities violations for misrepresenting their finances to investors by saying they could double the value of their TV deal with NBC Universal. Plaintiffs were defined as people who purchased WWE stock between the period of October 31st, uh, 2013, and May 16, 2014. All those kids you got, uh, trick or treats. You know, here's some WWE stock, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Triple I'm H. Candy. This is bullshit. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are involved in a power struggle behind the scenes with WWE CFO George Barrios and Chief Revenue and Marketing Officer Michelle Wilson since neither the launch of the WWE Network nor the recent TV deal renewal performed as well as predicted, let alone exceeded expectations. They should put that on the network. I'd watch. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been. Yeah. They're putting everything else on it. everything else. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking news: The WWE 2K15 roster part reveal part one, which you can yeah, watch on YouTube, like that. right after SummerSlam. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's not even new content. I I don't know how many people actually watched that. I didn't watch the entire thing. I just was clicking around on sat- the Saturday morning. And Neither did I. And they're still revealing I guys. I ended up throwing the, the the last bit on. Um, I think I saw about the last hour or so. I will say this though, um, Cesaro is highly entertaining. If you do watch it, he's 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 the reason to watch it. I think he's scathing. Actually, it's <laughs> kind of funny when they start getting. Hopefully, they show the parts where they and they don't cut and edit them. The the fan questions. Yeah, because so so some of those were some questions. I don't think they'll they probably will cut. Like there's questions about uh, Cesaro gets one about his his old uh, his old days as the king of wrestling and if they're taking signs away I, I have a feeling they're gonna cut out a lot of the more entertaining parts which sucks because that was what I'm referring to that's what makes Cesaro so funny they, they, they ask him one, one guy's asking him about uh, this king of wrestling days and he's like who's that ah <laughs> uh. The Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission may be trying to put the kibosh on the WWE Network, saying it unfairly competes with the Fight Network and other Canadian channels, even though WWE partnered with Rogers Communication of Canada just to get distribution for it in the first place. What do you think of that, G? I'm kind of in the middle ground here. I don't know how it really competes with the Fight Network. The Fight Network channel um, is essentially mostly MMA. They do show a few old, old um, packages of wrestling footage not a- currently owned by the WWE, so that's not really competition. And that's usually on in the wee hours of the morning, and I think they have maybe four or five hours maximum of actually devoted to wrestling, and the rest of it is all like movie tie and MMA stuff, and none of which, of course, is UFC, except for um, little commentary bits. That's about it. 
and I don't know I, with the Netflix element of it if it's even competition or should be considered as such either because Netflix is not an exclusive brand I think the big issue and one that I don't have any problem supporting is the idea of having Canadian content the whole point of that is to protect having a national voice in broadcasting and not be completely swallowed up and some Canadians you know get access to a ton of other content depending on their cable package and I say some because everyone's got different setup some people are off the grid like in the States there are a lot of people in Canada that don't subscribe to cable or satellite anymore at all and go exclusively online and that's I think where the solution really lies if the WWE's big issues they want a channel on TV which is ideal for not having buffering issues and I get that and then some people really appreciate that but if they just put it on the fucking computers as a service there's got to be a way around it and they'll keep the CRTC happy and everybody wins but since I still have no option to even consider subscribing to it I, I certainly not signing any petition I still say fuck Rogers so that's my stance on it I think I, I've covered all of the sides including my own bias so there you go alright there you have it. What do you guys think about it? Because <laughs> it is a model. Actually, what, do, you, do you guys have rules and regulations in Britain, Mark, for uh, exclusive British-made content and media? Um, <clears throat> none that I've really heard of, but the, the BBC tends to try and stick to home broadcast stuff, but I've never heard any specific rules for other channels. But the BBC is funded by the taxpayer, so I can understand their reasoning behind that. Plus, yeah, it's expensive to import TV shows, so they typically can't even afford it. Okay. Well, I know the, the, the model for the CBC is based off the BBC in Canada with the taxpayer channel, government-supported yeah. channel. But I, I've not heard anything like that channels have to have a certain amount of homegrown programming. Is there any kerfuffle about... Because this launches in your market next week, I believe, the channel. I've, I've heard a little bit of outcry about the lack of publicity that it's going to be available in the UK. Have you heard anything else about, about the, the network coming to uh, the United Kingdom market at all? Um, the only thing I've seen is apparently a screen cap of the app saying that the network is going to cost £30 a month which is about $45, and that can't be the case. They would not charge that much. But that that's the only thing I've not... I don't... Much like yourself and Joe, I don't really watch TV much myself, so I've not seen any promotion for it or anything. So I, I completely forgot it was even next week it was launching here. <laughs> it's supposed to be October 1st, which <coughs> I, would be... I assumed uh... it was like Rogers, and it was part of the Sky... Part of the Sky um, broadcast because Sky is all of WWE, so I thought it was going to be like Rogers. Yeah, it's supposed to launch on uh, October first, which uh, I believe is uh, what Wednesday, I think, somewhere somewhere around. Yeah, yeah Wednesday. Uh, so <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe next week we'll find out more and and, and know more. <laughs> but this is it's kind of cutting it close to getting all the details out there for WWE. I mean, maybe they'll announce it tomorrow on Raw. Maybe they'll say, hey, this is what's going on with the WWE Network in the UK. 
Well, they should do, because we're one of the few countries they give a damn about. That's true. All right, well, fun fact. The WWE owns pay-per-view.com, which redirects to wwe.com slash ppv, which redirects to wwe.com slash network. <laughs> slash WWE network, rather. <laughs> and coincidentally... I actually, if you click that link, I did this last night when I came across this fun fact. It's so much fun. For me, it actually goes to the network for Canada. Huh. Uh, Interesting. To get the, yeah, the geo, the geo lock thingy or whatever. I don't have that set up, so it knows where I live. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But is the is the network website still geo locked? That's something I've not heard anyone say. Because I, I can see them turning the geolock off and just anyone everywhere being able to access the American version. That's what they should do. If they really are serious about uh, getting people to pay their local you know, subscribers. But at the same time, I, maybe they just don't care in the sense that we just want money, period. I don't know. We, you know, I, I I remember when it first launched in the States hearing lots of people talking about, oh, here's how to do this, here's how to, you know, get around, you know, your geographical issues and subscribe to the network. So, I don't know. Well, we're, we'll get we'll get a better idea of how successful all of this will be. I think it's the end of November we'll get the next update. Or the beginning. It's, it's, it's in November. If it's not the beginning, it's the end, one or the other. We'll get the, the <laughs> subscriber numbers and we'll see how many, how many people have renewed. Uh, in comparison to how people subscribed and if the number doesn't change that probably means a whole bunch of people didn't renew and a whole bunch of people countered that out with their new markets by by subscribing so we'll be able to speculate away which is always fun on the show yes (laughs) so we understand now that there's a total divas rule in WWE by order of Vince McMahon uh, which is that nobody that is, is starring on the show can hold the Divas title. No exceptions. That's why Nikki Bella never had a chance in the three-way and why she switched to feuding with Brie over the Bella name and and why G uh, switched to AJ Lee in the predictor and beat me and became champion. Yeah, the official the official news thing from Angry Marks came out later in the week, but I was reading on Reddit someone said about that. I'm like, you know what? That sounds like Vince McMahon to me. I bet that's true. <laughs> it really does. Say, like, God damn it! <laughs> and yet they're making money off of the show. Go figure, huh? Yep. The Miz is now a two-time, one-day Intercontinental title champion. Last time he only held the title for one day was when I was there. He won it from Wade Barrett during the pre-show of WrestleMania and lost it back the next night on Raw. So I actually got to be there for one of those historic one-day title reigns. The entirety of it. Vince McMahon ordered rewrites to the Raw script 90 minutes before the show went live on Monday, and the script still wasn't done by the time the show went to air. The changes included Randy Orton versus Dean Ambrose being switched to John Cena versus Randy Orton and Kane versus Dean Ambrose. God damn it, this match looks good. How can we make this shit worse? (laughs) Uh, Now that I'm reading it, I'm going to puke. Perfect. Uh, On on Talk is Jericho this week. Jericho uh, revealed who his original Night of Champions opponent was supposed to be. It was Seth Rollins, but Vince McMahon changed his mind. You can just basically copy-paste my audio. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) That that was the piece of news that pissed me off this week. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, wh why put over a young newcomer? We don't even know if Jericho's ever going to come back. He probably will, but we, who knows? You know, what a shame. That probably uh, could have been a match of the year. Even oh, well. Seth, too, to take Jericho out. Yeah. We wouldn't even had this uh, Roman Reigns hernia thing cancel a match. He still might have had to do the surgery, probably from the sounds of it. He would have, but... Oh. Good old Mark Henry and Rusev, folks. Yeah. Must watch pay-per-view. A fan jumped the rail after Raw as John Cena was going around high-fiving the crowd. He appeared to be trying to give John Cena a hug, but security took him down and started to take him to the back. Cena came over, gave him a high-five before he was carried away. <laughs> Bailey was not reached for comment. <laughs> Honky Tonk Man went nuts on Twitter talking about his name. Uh, Honky Tonk Man issues a challenge to, at WWE to sue Honky Tonk Man over the Honky Tonk Man name. Hashtag free Honky Tonk Man. His claim is that he has full rights to use the name to promote himself for live appearances that WWE is trying to block him from doing so. Dwight Yoakam was not reached for comment. There you go. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I actually have to click the damn one. There, there it is. <laughs> That's because... That's because Dwight. Oh wait, no, that's not Dwight Yoakam. I thought it was. It was gonna say he's. That he, that's because he's on. He's ruining under the dome. <laughs> that's somebody else. Uh, so is that how is that show? I I've never really got around to catching in the first season. Season one was good because it stayed with the book. When I found out they made, because basically the end of season one, they they should have just made it one season and ended it because basically the first season basically ends right before the book ends and the second season it, it's i'm done watching it that's how bad it's gotten it's it's once i found out there was a second season they were going past the book it's just gone and it's just gone it's just it, it became unwatchable it's just gone every which way it's just we we, we stopped watching it. we're like we can't deal with this anymore well fair fair enough that's straight yep. from the source material it's the risk you know they're gonna take i guess well, I, I didn't enjoy the ending of the book, so I'd probably enjoy that. <laughs> uh, well, now we got TNA news. TNA may announce their new TV deal by the end of this week. Good for them. We'll find out. TNA published and then quickly deleted the following article on their website. Today, Josh Matthews was spotted outside of TNA Wrestling Headquarters in Nashville, Tennessee. Matthews would later enter a closed-door meeting with TNA executives. No details on what was said. However, ImpactWrestling.com will keep you current when additional details are available. Josh Matthews confirmed he's with TNA. His no-compete clause with WWE recently expired, and it's expected that uh, he'll be on TV before long. Details have emerged about Bound for Glory. The Wolves will not be on the show due to Davey Richards' injuries. Team 3D will be appearing, but there's no clarification if that's for the Hall of Fame or possibly a match, too, which I actually uh, did read that they will be replacing the Wolves, but I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, there should be seven to eight matches on the show. Some of the matches should be announced this week. Bully Ray, Devon, Samoa Joe, MVP, Sonata, James Storm, Ethan Carter III, Bram Manic, Abyss, Tajiri, and The Great Muda are all officially advertised for the show. Uh, Dixie Carter reportedly told Talon at the Impact tapings in Bethlehem that a announcement would be made soon and that they'll have a new TV partner in January. The current frontrunner for their deal appears to be WGN America, former home of WWE Superstars. 
Or if you're Tony Chimmel, superstars. I loved the way he said superstars. It was great, wasn't it? Uh, if TNA's deal with WGN America goes through, they plan to have a live taping on January 7th at the Manhattan Center in New York. CMT and Velocity still remain in play as possible broadcast partners. Samoa Joe has been offered a deal by TNA. His current deal is expected to expire right around or right after Bound for Glory. And in what may be a sign of, the, of times for the company... TNA is now letting their talent book independent dates with no restrictions since downside guarantees are now either incredibly small or altogether non-existent. I think that that last bit there is pretty significant and telling. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's also really good for the talent. So Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to still be good for the company as well, though, because it's free advertising. Absolutely. To say this, this guy's from TNA, you can watch it here. Or if you like this match... See me at here. Yeah. Well, here's a new press release about Lucha Underground. El Rey Network and Mark Burnett's One Three Media announced the premiere of Lucha Underground Wednesday, October 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The uh, AAA is said to be very happy with Alberto El Patron, formerly Alberto Del Rio, and plan to make him one of their top guys going forward. Del Rio will also make some appearances for Lucha Underground as Alberto El Patron. Lucha Underground has been changing their tapings to be more Lucha in style and presentation after early shows were accused of being too WWE style. And a Lucha Underground championship belt will be introduced next year. Things are moving along, folks. Looking good. Looking good. Competition. Hulk Hogan. We don't want to have any restrictions, do we? Hulk Hogan's restaurant in Tampa sure does. <laughs> I saw this. It was wonderful. Nice segue. I, I, I like that one. No oversized t-shirts extending past the mid-thigh. No excessively baggy attire. No low-hanging pants or shorts. No hats facing sideways or back-facing. No oversized or excessive jewelry. No camouflage, unless with military ID. No workout clothing, including tracksuits, jumpsuits, sweatpants, or basketball shorts. And no high-tap sneakers. And I, I, uh, brother, I forgot to, I forgot to add a couple of things, dude. Only colors acceptable are red and yellow, brother. And only headwear that's accepted are bandanas, brother, that are oh. red and yellow, brother, dude. I, I was going to say, it says no bandanas, or at least it did on the one I, on the sign I saw. <laughs> uh, we're getting, uh, Robo JT Hogan now. Oh, fuck it. Static JT Hogan. <laughs> Uh, Hogan had them take down the dress code sign after accusations that it was racist in nature for banning baggy clothing and backwards hats. He also what appears. The fuck? <laughs> he also appears to be distancing himself from the establishment in general by saying they license his name. Wait, how was how was that racist? No baggy clothes or, or, or backwards hats. Pants must be worn at the waist is one of the things that I saw on the sign. Like this is this is basically a. Uh, this is basically a uh, a brief synopsis of what they had on the sign, but like no baggy clothes, no pants below the waist, like like you know like sagging pants. So I could understand how they could construe that as racist. Speaking of racist, Alberto Del Rio continues to tweet that WWE <laughs> is racist. The truth will set you free, La Verdad de Terra. 
Te dará libertad. You will know what really happened soon. La verdad viene pronto. Hashtag no to racism. He's also retweeting anybody that points out their hypocrisy. The image uh, in the latter of the me- is of the Mexicolers, uh, Mexicals, and the author asks, how does WWE explain this image to be a star rallies? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, they're, they're just on riding lawnmowers holding up, like, you know, cervezas and <laughs> other... Uh, yeah, go Be a star, folks. Uh, I did see a wonderful picture of Kane doing a beer star rally. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this this article is false. It's been floating around via the copy-paste sites based on a tweet that Kofi Kingston made. He's referred to the two or the three, i.e. Kofi and Xavier, tagging together. He's calling them Speed Force. He said, Smart atle- athletic friends at WWE Atlantic City, this combination is Speed Force at WWE Big E. Two, combination, as in two out of three. The group is called Smart uh, Smart Athletic Friends, but when Kofi and Xavier tag together, they are the Speed Force branch of the three. Yeah, I've been seeing people all getting up in arms once again over something stupid. Yep. Combination is a word that has a definition. Of yes. Also has a definition. And one put together. God damn it. <laughs> oh, well, we know. We're smart. WWE will go pink again for October in breast cancer awareness, pink robes, pink branded t-shirts, and a portion of the merch going to Susan G. Komen for the cure. Yay. I was worried people didn't still know people still didn't know cancer existed. God forbid next year they don't raise funds for research toward tra- treatment and cures. Say rational humans. The, t- the PWI 500 is out, and we're not going to read all 500 because that would just be asinine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who number 500 is, unfortunately, <laughs> but I do know what the top 10 are. Number 500? No. <laughs> uh, number 10, Bully Ray. Number 9, Adam Cole, uh, who is at uh, Empire State Wrestling October 4th here in Buffalo, if anybody is in the area. Uh, number 8, Magnus. Number 7, Roman Reigns. Number 6 is Bray Wyatt. Number five, uh, I'm going to screw this name up, Kazuchika Okada. Did I get that I right? You got it right. <laughs> Did I get that right? Okay. Number four is AJ Styles. Number three, for some reason, is John Cena. Number two is Randall, Keith, Orton. And number one, yes, 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 is Daniel Bryan. But but you got to find, you got to read, read, read all 500. Maven fan would want to know what number Maven comes in. Or Mike well, he, he's too good. It would be unfair to everyone else if Maven <laughs> was included because he went number one every year. I plugged ESW, so I got to plug IHWE tonight because Americos is on the top 500 and he's defending the Dallas Fort Worth title tonight against Charlie Haas at Old School Hustle at the Sendera Center in Fort Worth. I was hoping you were going to say, speaking of Maven, <laughs> no. Maven was there. Well, well, Maven's on Mars now. Yeah. It's actually a Maven spacecraft Ma- on Mars. Maven, Maven's not in WWE 2K15, but Bill DeMott says he is. Is that <laughs> something to get excited about? Well, no, because they'll, they'll blur nudity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's even better than the uh, comment that's already in the notes, which I assume is from G. <laughs> it's his finishing move. <laughs> 
the note in the comments because I know people are going to wonder. I, w I wonder if you could shove a jelly dope. <laughs> There's some sort of deal in the works to bring Stone Cold Steve Austin back to TV for WWE, and the merchandise department is already getting in gear with new Stone Cold Steve Austin items to sell. The deal also appears to be reciprocal with Austin's wrestling podcast where they plug it and he plugs WWE in return, along with flowers, proflowers.com. An alpha brain and and uh, what the fuck else does he shill on there? <laughs> Even fucking know. Yeah. So, something's going on there. Well, what's it, the what's the thing with the with the, fan, the fantasykings.com? <laughs> oh, are they sponsoring him too now? I think they have been. Isn't that a porn site? <laughs> no, that's that's where you uh you, you have one week football fantasy. Fantasy football, whatever the fuck you call it, I don't know. Brutus Clay says the reaction to Darren Young coming out was muted at best. I think for him, probably he just made himself more comfortable. In terms of the locker room, it wasn't a big deal. One of the greatest teachers and stars in our business, Mr. Pat Patterson. We weren't like, oh my, what? We're past that. Our locker room is very accepting of that. Honestly, we're probably more angry if someone's not reading comic books than whether they're gay or straight. I like that statement by Brodus, so I made sure to put it near the end. You always got to have a couple happy, happy moments, smart moments, things that make you go good. Uh, and finally, even though current subscribers got a notice saying they could still get a prorated refund or a $20 credit to WWEshop.com, the WWE magazine is still offered for $19.97 from said same store. Note to self. Subscribe multiple times until savings account is depleted and earn a whopping three cent profit upon each refund. Fuck you, Enderpants Gnomes. I win. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anybody have anything to add? Two plus two is four. <laughs> yes, it is, G. Nope. I got no breaking news. Wow. That uh, I double check at the end. We've always had a couple. Not always, but often with the two-hour show. Shit comes up. Yes. Yes, it does. Well, then, in that case, for at G of the Internet, at Mark underscore noise, at Random Redhead, at Punish78, who never bothers to show up for work anymore, I am at Think So Joe, and we are at that's Board Wrestling Fan Without Vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan, Board Wrestling Fan.com. You can get our great uh, review of Impact every week. And not much else uh, aside from this podcast, which is also available to iTunes, Stitcher, and CheapHeat.com. So tune in every week at BWFRadio.com, live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And we'll see you next week. Where the fuck is Bray Wyatt? Go watch football. He's at the beach. Yeah.